Welcome to the second season of the Rise Resolute podcast. I'm your host, Gina Meyer, a doctor of physical therapy committed to helping people live healthfully, joyfully, and push past even their own expectations for their life. Where do you find yourself in your own life today? Are you facing a difficulty? Are you struggling? Are you looking for growth or a new direction? In this episode, you will find out how one incredible athlete was able to persevere when her life took a different course than she expected. So get ready to be inspired. I am so excited to have Carrie Gallagher on the podcast today. She is the head cross-country coach at Manhattan College. She's a former competitive runner and now a recreational runner, and she's here to tell us about her story. So welcome, Carrie. Yeah, thanks for having me, Gina. Absolutely. Um, Great. So if you would start off by giving the listeners um, a little rundown on your background and where you came from, that would be great. Yeah, sure. Um, So I grew up in um, Brooklyn and Queens in New York City. Um, Went to high school at Bishop Kearney High School. It's unfortunately now closed. Um, Third of nine children, two wonderful parents. Um, And I actually got my start in running in high school, in sophomore year of high school at Kearney. Um, I had been playing basketball prior and my mom had suggested that I try running um, just because I wasn't seeing a lot of success on on the court and I was seeing a lot of the bench. So um, that was a great experience for me. I I, um, really kind of picked it up quickly and had a great kind of high school career or good high school career enough to be recruited to Fordham University in the Bronx. Um, So I went to the Bronx, stayed stayed in New York City, um, went to the Bronx for college um, and kind of worked my way up throughout college. I had a good career there. Um, I was conference champion four times. Um, I made the regional championships two times on the track. Um, And so it was a a good career, enough to kind of give me a reason to um, continue to pursue it after college. So after college, I moved to the Washington, D.C. area, where I um, went to train with Coach Matt Centrowitz. He was the head coach at American University at the time. Um, so I moved down there and I began uh, training with him. And then I was his assistant coach at American as well during that time. Um, so I was down there for five years. And, you know, obviously a lot of parts of the story are kind of cut out in this little intro, but it was um, a slow and steady progression, you know, with, with setbacks and things, um, but a pretty steady progression over four years um, to the point where in 2015, I actually finished third in the U.S. championship um, to qualify for the world championship team to represent the U.S. Um, in Beijing that year. And that was kind of the start of kind of being at the higher level uh, in the elite running world um, where I had been kind of trying to break into that. I was that was my first kind of experience, you know, at that top world level competition. Um, So I followed up that. That's what was a great summer. Ran a lot of fast times there, continued into the indoor season. Um, And then in 2016, at the very end of the indoor season, right before the indoor U.S. championships, I actually got appendicitis, um, which kind of took me out of training for a good chunk of time. I bet. Um, yeah. yeah, and it uh, definitely threw a wrench in my plans because I, you know, having made the U.S. team in 2015, it was the first time I really thought I had a chance at making an Olympic team, and um, I felt that I was coming into that year a strong contender. And then um, at a very crucial time in the season, uh, I was, you know, taken out of training for two weeks and then again for another four weeks, um, which left me seven weeks before trials. So at the time, really disappointing. um, But, you know, just life's interesting. The way it worked out was the job at Manhattan College ended up opening up um, right before trials. And so... Uh, where I probably would not have considered the job at all if I had been fully healthy and training um, the way I had planned to. 
um, I actually was open to applying and, and considering um, taking this position. So, you know, I kind of see it as a door opening into my coaching career, which um, is where I find myself now as the uh, head cross country coach and, you know, middle distance and distance coach at Manhattan College, coaching the men and the women. And I'm in my fourth year there. So it's, um, yeah, that's kind of like the, the, the background. Yeah, very awesome. <laughs> I know it's, it's wild how life changes on a dime and, you know, we just don't know where the path is going to lead. And I think that that perfectly leads into sharing our little quote that we want to share for the episode and kind of weave through as we discuss um, in more depth the challenges that you've faced, Carrie. And the quote actually was something that Carrie wrote um, as she was kind of preparing for the episode. And I thought it was super cool. And so we decided that we'd use it as the quote in the episode. And I'm going to share now. Um, so the quote is this, my listeners, learned, learn to trust and let go. Leave room for something that might be different than you originally planned. Um, and that's exactly what Carrie was just talking about with the shift um, after her appendicitis. So Carrie, tell us a little bit more about um, the challenges you face. Go into more depth for me um, in both, you know, in both your life and, and in running. Yeah, you know, and I, and I think the two kind of parallel each other um, pretty well. But like, so the, the, I think my, the biggest challenge um, for me, probably in my life at that point, was the appendicitis because um, a lot of people uh, don't actually know that following that I had some medical complications. Um, I had experienced a TIA, which is like basically a mini stroke. Oh and my gosh, really? So, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. So there were like a couple of, yeah, a couple of weeks of like um, just a lot of doctor's appointments and questions and, you know, Thankfully, I, there was no physical um, side effects that I was experiencing, but there was a lot of just questions, you know, where, why did that happen? Is it going to happen again? There isn't a lot of, um, there wasn't a lot of information, at least, you know, in my history to suggest that. So as, you know, this very big year, a lot of pressure, you know, it's Olympic year, every, you know, it's, it was a big goal of mine going into, um, even going into training at all, you know out of college was to, you know, the dream of making an Olympic team. So now not having, you know, that being kind of turned upside down, having these like health questions. And then just this, I went from feeling very secure and confident in you know, my training and my body to all of a sudden, like, wow, who knows really what's going to happen. Right. Um, and so, um, but what was kind of, in- well, that was like the biggest, probably the biggest challenge that I had faced at that point it was, I think the reason that I was, um, kind of prepared to handle it. Cause I, there was a even in that, those first couple of days, there was like a, a, a strange piece that I had with whatever was going to be, would be. <laughs> and, really? Um, That's interesting. Yeah. It yeah. Was, um, and I don't, I can't say I, you know, as I got back into training and the, you know, all that, you know, that piece kind of like would come in and out and I needed help to kind of keep perspective but I just re- I do remember like even just being in the hospital still getting tests done being like you know what if this is the end of my running like that's just that's what it is I, I think I just had this really um, strong sense of of peace like I said and and my faith is very important to me so I think that was a real grace um, that I experienced absolutely but- <laughs> yeah very cool I mean that's really cool a lot not many people tell me that and I think that is just such an awesome part of you know being a person of faith and just having that that peace that sometimes does surpass understanding you know, yeah, and just yeah. Um, and I think that, that that you had that in that moment is pretty awesome. Anyway, continue yeah. on. Yeah, no, it was a total. It was a total gift, and I think um, in so, there was some maturity at that point in my career where I had a, kind of an openness to 
and like we had talked about, like there was, I had loosened up my grip on my goals too. So I think that was important because, you know, it's funny, I look back and I had had some other setbacks throughout my career. And I remember in 2014, I had a stress fracture in my foot um, and it only took me out of training for 10 days. <laughs> it wasn't even like, um, it wasn't anywhere near the kind of setback I had for the appendicitis. And, but I couldn't, um, when I came back from that, I was so shaken confidence wise. I didn't know if I was going to race well. And, you know, I just, my results were all over the place that season. And, uh, and it wasn't physical because my workouts were great. And I would run real, uh, you know, I would, I ran almost a PR that season, but I also ran some of my worst times since, since graduating college uh-huh. in that season as well. So um, I think that was a really important experience for me to look back on at the end of that, that season and say, you know what, like this, you're not invincible, you know, and, and when you do get injured, what, um, you know, working on that mental game and keeping your confidence and keeping your, you know, worth and perspective is important, um, for when you come back as well and right. just kind of stay grounded in that. Yeah, and absolutely. So, so I'm hearing from you that you kind of realize that as, as you were going through all these different small challenges that they really were preparing you to continue to handle what was coming next. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I think so. Very I really cool. do. <laughs> yeah. And it's important to realize that hard to do it when we're in the midst of the challenge. Right. But, yeah, um, exactly. but exactly. if we can keep it in mind, at least it can help us a little bit um, to see potentially a silver lining as we're going through some struggles. Um, so tell us a little bit, Carrie, about were there, were there people who helped you particularly along the way? Do you remember something specific someone might've said and you know, how did you find find that strength to ultimately rise through the setback of having the appendicitis and completely shifting gears in your career? Yeah, you know, I, I have to point to my coach, um, Matt Centrowitz at the time, he, we were, we were doing like one of our first workouts back after I was able to start running. And, and mind you, like the four I had, um, you know, I had a two week block and then another four week block where I couldn't run. And so within that four weeks. Um, the doctor said not to run for four weeks, but I did all my research online, found out that other people came back quicker. So like I was literally sending, um, coach center, articles about hockey players that had gotten back on the ice the next day. <laughs> and, uh, and he, he told me he wasn't interested and we were going to listen to the doctors and we were going to do it the right way. And, um, so that was important to have him, um, one, keep that, um, you know, keep that, priority of my health where I was willing to kind of cut corners and take chances. And he said, no, you know, we're going to do this the way the doctors are going to do it. And so when I was able to start running again, um, one of the first workouts back, I was, I was just doing some easy 300s. We had done that workout a million times. And, um, I just started to get really, um, worked up. I was really, um, stressing about how the effort that it was feeling, knowing how fast I would need to be able to run at trials to make a team and all this. And, and he stopped me in the middle of the workout. And, and we actually had this conversation, um, th- you know, about how if I wasn't ready to compete, then we wouldn't get on the line at trials. And it was a hard conversation because it kind of, and, and people who I told after didn't really get it either. Like, well, you already qualified. So of course you should just get on the line. But what he recognized was that we've done all this training to compete. Right. And so, and so, basically like he gave me the freedom or he helped me recognize that I had the freedom that we're going to let my body dictate what I'm ready for. And then we'll make that decision. And that we don't have to predetermine right now, (laughs) you know, that I can go day by day and see where, where it takes me. And then we'll, and then we'll reassess. And so, 
you know, before when you had said, you know, keeping that we have, you know, keeping ourselves in perspective is, is important. And that's a little bit of what I was saying, but I don't think we really can do that alone. And so for me, that took the form of that necessary conversation with my coach, but also my, my good friend and roommate at the time, Amy was there through all of the meltdowns, you know, that would happen when I would see the dreams that I had developed in that past year um felt like they weren't reachable you know like having that those support system and family and friends and teammates and um coaches that will hold you up when you're not really feeling able to hold yourself up and keep that perspective you know and give space to like you still want to grieve that loss too because you know i i definitely see that opportunity as missed as a great opportunity gained but at the same time it is still something that I worked so hard for that never was never realized <laughs> and I felt like I never had the, the chance to realize it or at least in that that that, that moment so yeah, yeah I you know with that I um I interviewed Rebecca Stowe I don't know if you listened to that um episode. I did it was an excellent interview yeah. yeah and she talked about you know really taking the time to grieve um the loss of something that you were working maybe working towards that just didn't you didn't quite yeah. get there and I thought that was really great insight so I'd like to hear you say yeah. that as well like giving yourself must, the time and space yeah go ahead <laughs> I must have stolen that from her because not stolen it, but like, and that's the cool part about why well, anyway, it's a little bit of a tangent, but that's the cool part about this, this sport and like the relationships you develop um, and how much you can learn from everybody that you're encountering. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and you know what? I would take that even one step further um, in the running community. Yes, of course. And sharing that mindset. But I really believe that, that some of this wisdom is so applicable to um, to everyone, athlete or not, and that you can take sure. this wisdom and apply it to your life, you know, sure. um, be yeah. it a disappointment in the athletic world or in your career or, you know, in the way that your life is headed. Um, yeah. you know, I think that these I think that this insight is so powerful on many levels. So super yeah. cool. Um, I know that you, you know, had, had written a little bit about persistence and what that meant for you and do you want to touch on that a little bit in terms of um how persistent persistence helped you to get through Carrie yeah yeah you know because I think um if I hadn't stuck with it when it wasn't working out then I would never have had the opportunity to see it work out (laughs) right and um (laughs) you know I I I, yeah I don't know and I don't in in those moments I kind of reassessed every year whether I would stay or not and um, I think that persistence piece was also a little bit of stubbornness. You know, I had made w- a kind of a big move for me to leave where my family was and go to a new city and train. And I didn't want to leave empty handed. But at the same time, um, you know, I think I also recognized that that move had something more to it. I, you know, I couldn't really pinpoint that at the time. And I can look back and see that that was a really good place for me personally to be. Um, but but the persistence piece is, you know it might not be looking like what you wanted it to look like, um, but it's worth seeing through and giving yourself that opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And trusting that's what that, like you said before, whatever would, whatever's going to be, will be, you know, and having the peace in that and and the trust to just kind of continue on. But I do really love that, that, that line that you said about if you hadn't stuck with it when it wasn't working, you would have never had the opportunity to see it work out. That's a cool one. That's your quote, Carrie. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) So um, let's go back to, you know, when you had the appendicitis, when you had the disappointment and you couldn't do, and then you couldn't get on the line, um, you know, after you'd already qualified. Um, Is there something in particular that looking back, um, not that you would want to do 
do it again. But if someone else is going through that same moment or something similar that you wish you would have known or that you would tell them that would help them in that moment um, to get through something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, cause I did, I actually did end up getting on the line. I, we had gotten to a point where I thought I'd be able to compete, but I was out in the semifinal round and it, and I wasn't able to compete at the level that I had wanted to. Okay. Um, but I think, um, if I could go back and like talk to myself <laughs> as that was happening, um, I think it would be to give myself a little more grace because I, I, I believed my coach and, and, and he, that gave me that, like I said, that conversation, that freedom to just to allow myself to be ready or not ready in the future. But I do think there was still a lot of, um, there was still some, maybe not a lot of, but there's probably, there was still some judgment of like, you know, you've got to overcome this. Like you, you've got to be that, that feel good story of, of, of the one who made it, (laughs) you know? And so I think if I could, go back and just offer myself um, a little more grace in those struggles um, because I do think I, I held I was pretty hard while I was it was better than maybe it would it what it would have been it was still um, that that struggle is hard and it's okay to struggle and to yeah I don't know it's yeah. it's hard because like you can you're all, you're doing the best you can in that moment and uh, it's even hard to put myself you know like how many years later now it's hard to put myself even in those shoes and like relate again right <laughs> to who I, I, to who I was funny, then right? it feels but so I, different <laughs> I think you make a good point because I think sometimes in life in athletics you know in running and in our life pursuits sometimes we attach our self-worth to being successful and whatever we're doing to reaching some particular yeah. marker or whatever and the real yeah. success sometimes is just in the journey and the struggle and the ability to keep persevering and trusting and, you know, all of those things. Yeah. And so when we detach it from the, you know, actual achievement and put it more on the the journey that we travel with grace and, you yeah. know, I think that it becomes something different for us. And so I love that. It's a great point. Um, yeah. And I'm sure that going, going through all of this has prepared you for challenges that might come down the road in life. Um, so how in particular do you feel like your challenge of the appendicitis and, you know, the shift in your career, how has that prepared you for similar challenges going forward? Yeah. I mean, cause life is ever changing, you know, relationships and, and profession, our professional lives. And I'm not in the athletic realm anymore, but my athletes are, you know? Right. And so, um, I think, uh, that really solidified for me, or, you know, it's, it's something I can turn back to and say, there is something beautiful that can come out of something really hard. And that, that was a really kind of major experience for me. And, and there have been many, there were many before, and there have been more since, but, um, that was, that was a, that's a place I can look back to and, and say, you know, that something really good came out of something really hard. And so, you know, as I encounter struggle, cause life it, it, it struggles part of life. There's no, there's no avoiding it. And, um, and it, and a lot of beauty comes out of struggle. And I think, I think everybody can relate to that and, and look back in their, you know, on their stories and, and agree with that. So for me, it's like, you know, as you're in the midst of that struggle, um, taking a step back and saying, you know, just, just knowing like something beautiful will come of this if I allow it, you know, and, and don't try to run from it. So that's kind of, I think, um, something I learned in that, 
in that experience that is continuing to bear fruit in my life now. That's great. Yeah. And I know, you know, you wrote here too, um, and I'd like to just read this because it's really cool. And it sort of plays into the quote that we we chose for the, the start of the episode. Um, but, but in this, you wrote that Sam Kelly from Fierce um, Athlete, something that, that uh, this woman said really stuck with you. And you said, she talked about holding our goals, dreams, aspirations loosely, not grasping at it. To me, that yeah. meant leaving room for something different than what you originally planned. Maybe something better, more beautiful, and more impactful. Um, really beautiful words there, Carrie. Love it. Oh, um, and, you know, I hope that our listeners can take that away if they're in the middle of a struggle right now and say, you know what? <laughs> something beautiful is coming right down the road yeah. soon. Um, I, I, I hope that 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 they can keep that in mind when they hear these words from you. Um, And speaking of that, I know we've already said a lot. Is there anything else you'd like to throw out there for other women who are going through a challenge um, in the running world, athletically or in their own lives? Um, Carrie, if you'd like to um, say anything to those women. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would say you are good. (laughs) Yeah. You are good and you are beautiful. And that is truth. That's not opinion. (laughs) That's just truth. And, uh, and hold on to that. And that's, yeah, that's, that's what's most important. I love that. <laughs> yeah. And that, you know, we need to hear that and we need to say it more to each other. And it just means so much to hear that someone believes in you and thinks that you are beautiful and that you, you know, you've got this. And, yeah. um, and so I think the more that we can do that for our fellow women, be it our close friends and our family or people that we barely know, the better yeah. the world will be, you know, we all have to carry each other. So, sure. um, very cool. Well, Carrie, if um, any of the listeners would like to follow you, will you um, be so kind as to share how they could do that if they would like to continue to be inspired by your coaching journey and um, your your journey in running? Sure. Yeah. So I'm on Instagram at Carrie G3. Um, and then I'm on Twitter at KGAL3. So it's K-G-A-L-L-3. And uh, I probably post better in some phases than others, but hopefully I'm putting stuff out there um, that you know, clues people into what, what we're doing at Manhattan and what I'm doing in my life. So Very cool. yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I hope that we will reach out with this episode and um, uplift people who might be going through a similar struggle to what you shared today or something completely different. Um, and um, I really appreciate it. So thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks, Gina. And thanks for doing what you're doing. It's Absolutely. So good. Yep. <laughs> and listeners, my wish for you is to remember in those times of struggle and difficulty, Carrie's awesome words. If I hadn't stuck with it when it wasn't working out, I would never have had the opportunity to see it work out. So hang in there and remember we are stronger together and connected. We can rise. When